a ship in a harbor is safe, but that is not what ships are built for. The essence of this quote is about the fact that you have to take the voyage, uh, you have to see the world around you, and you have to take that journey which gives you lessons of life. and I'm back again with Deakin Conversations. Together, we will hear from one of the many international students studying at Deakin University, Australia, and what it takes to be there in a new country, their life, the challenges that they have faced head on, and uh, choices that they have made boldly, uh, good or bad, and how they have kind of come out of it to be a successful student, and they have met their career objectives. Today, I'll be in conversation with two sisters, rather uh, meritorious sisters, who hail from Mauritius, beautiful country. They have graduated from Deakin University. So our guests for today are Shraddha and Dhanishta Lalchan. Shraddha made the move along from Mauritius to Australia back in July 2017 to pursue her Bachelor of Commerce. She's a recipient of 25% Deakin Meritorious Scholarship, and she has contributed through various roles at Deakin primarily as a mathematics mentor within the Division of Student Life and an academic support worker with the Disability Resource Center. Throughout her studies, she also undertook a work integrated learning unit as a part of a course. And with the help of Deakin Talent, she got an internship at one of the big four accounting firms, Deloitte, where she got the opportunity to experience the Australian workplace and gain important industry skills. Dhanishta Lalchan was recipient of 100% Vice Chancellor's Meritorious Scholarship in 2019. She then moved uh, to Deakin University as a VC scholar and she had the opportunity to grow personally and professionally through coaching sessions and workshops. She is currently a third year student pursuing a Bachelor of Commerce with major in Accounting and Finance. Throughout her time at university, she volunteered as a mentor at her faculty and is an editor for the university's magazine. She was also involved in casual roles at Deakin, mainly as a concierge with the Division of Student Administration. Dhanishta completed her studies with professional internships. She did her work integrated learning unit as a part of a course where she worked as an assistant accountant at an HR company. Following her sister's footsteps, she is now interning at Deloitte in audit. Welcome both into the podcast, Shraddha and Dhanishta. Thank you, Basap. We are really happy to be part of this initiative by Deacon as well. Yes, we are very excited to share our experience to potential students of Deakin. Great, great. And I think it's really going to be insightful and helpful for international students studying not only, aspiring to study not only at Deakin, but Australia as a destination. So I have some questions for you, Jadan Danishta, and I'm sure these answers and probably your experiences are going to actually give them view of what they should be doing and how they should take international education, probably do's and don'ts, and it's kind of heads up for them while they're getting ready to travel to Australia. One of the interesting facts about you both is that not only did you study at the same university, but also decided to pursue the same course. How did it actually happen? I know for the fact that, okay, generally, elder siblings kind of pave the way for their younger siblings. But have you always been in sync uh, about things that you do? 
thank you, Vasav. Uh, that is a question that we get very often, uh, especially that we look alike. But uh, we have a two-year, yeah, <laughs> we have a two-year age gap, and for this reason, I think it was easy for our parents and all our family relatives to kind of bring us up like twins. And we've participated in like similar activities during our childhood, like. We used to go swimming courses and playing the piano, so we've kind of developed that close bond, um, more like twins than elder and younger sister. And we've also shared our room before we moved to Australia, and we used to go mm -hmm. to school together. So all of mm -hmm. that experience growing up, like I've always had my best friend by my side. I think mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it was kind of natural for her to follow in my footsteps. Yeah. So you're like two years elder and younger, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. I'm sure. So, so this this I think is very important because not only uh, it gives you idea about how things are, but I think for Tanishka it was easier because she could actually learn from your experiences, and it was probably kind of comparatively easier than other students, other peers she had in her class. Am I right, Tanishka? Yes, definitely. Uh, having my sister by my side made it so much easier. It was. She was essentially my mentor. She helped me for so many things, like for example, just navigating the university's website and just uh, helping me uh, enroll in classes and stuff. So, and she also helped me a lot, just just teaching me how to get around Melbourne and teaching mm -hmm. me how to mm -hmm. budget as a student as well. Mm -hmm. So it was really mm -hmm. nice to have this basically kind of like a parent figure, I would say, by my side, but also like a best friend <laughs> as well. So yeah, mm -hmm. she's like parent and best friend as well, so combined in one person, yeah. Yeah, so you knew things, what's going to happen actually, knew about the way assignments are submitted. So that's great. Uh, so while you were researching about study destinations after graduating out of GCSE boards, did you already know the course that you wanted to study and destination that you wanted to go, like Australia, Melbourne, or, or for that matter to be very specific, Deakin University? Was it like you had this plan right in the beginning or you kind of found a way through after doing that research? Did you like make this choice amongst many other other countries, other destinations? I think for me, like I always wanted to see what's beyond the sea surrounding our little island. Like I always knew I wanted to go abroad to study and mm -hmm. what better mm -hmm. than to move to like a much bigger island. <laughs> But uh, to be honest though, I don't remember exactly when I realized that Australia was my dream study destination. But you know, the safe and the inclusive community over here was one of the reasons why I made the move. And I really liked the course offering, especially at Deakin. And the more I researched about the university, the more I felt like I could relate to the student life. I really liked how it was student-centered. And mm -hmm. coming here was better than I could have imagined. There were so many opportunities to get involved and develop your social skills in different settings. And mm -hmm. I'm really grateful for that opportunity as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, Melbourne, we all know, um, is one of the most preferred destination for international students. It has been always consistently for many years, the most livable city in the world. And uh, especially do with cultural aspect, it is multicultural city with, I think, students coming from different parts of the globe, rubbing their shoulders together. You know, um, it helps you to understand, I think, the cultural mix, even at the workplace. That's great. My next question is actually for both of you, Tanishta and Shraddha. 
So if you just share about your experiences at the university campus and what life lessons have you learned and how has your time at the uni put you on track to achieve your goals? Anything that you chose went wrong, you kind of learned from it that, okay, there's not something that works and you really thought earlier that it might have worked. Um, I'll go first. Uh, so I think for me, the biggest life lesson was becoming independent. Um, coming mm-hmm. here first, I was definitely by my own uh, before mm-hmm. Tanishta came along. And mm-hmm. that transition can be quite overwhelming for many students. And I, I think it was my attitude that helped me mm-hmm. a lot in adapting to the new culture and making friends. I was very open-minded and ready to absorb as much as I could. Because, you know, the mm-hmm. first time you come here, you can get intimidated by, you know, even the Australian accent and people not looking like you. So it's just about having that open mind and being ready to learn new things and um, just discovering new things in life. And one particular lesson that I learned uh, from early on was that I knew that I did not want my parents to bear the burden of paying for my living expenses. And I knew that I had to get a job here. So uh, I ventured around, I looked for opportunities and the university was where Mm -hmm. I I found the most uh, opportunities and uh, I networked with a lot of people within the university as well and by doing Mm. that, by having that kind of attitude, I've met so many people here that I feel like I have a new home here which is away from my actual Mm -hmm. home. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's great, that's great. Are there any activities that you both like doing together in your free time? Oh, being a student, I know. I mean, it's it's really crazy. You have you have to attend classes, you have to submit assignments, you have to go for uh, projects, uh, external ones. Do you get enough time to have fun, uh, free time? You know where you could probably get a break for yourself. You know, so is that a myth or it's possible? And you can still balance your studies. Uh, I think. For me, like coming from a competitive educational background in Mauritius, and I think it's the same in India, even more competitive. Like we grew up like kind of focusing on studies all the time. And once you're here, you realize how much more focused people put on social activities than actual studies. So there's a time dedicated to study. You will have two, three days out of the week where you'll be, uh, you'll have your classes, you'll need to do your uh, weekly reading, but you still have so much free time on your hands. If mm-hmm. you don't have a job in your first trimester, you have so much time to kind of discover. Like one thing that we like to do is discover new cuisines. As you said, Melbourne is a melting pot of cultures and we want to experience all of that new culture and kind of learn from it. So we mm-hmm. personally, like we started a challenge before lockdown that we wanted to try a new cuisine every week. And mm-hmm. being vegetarians, we, we did not expect to see much or like to experience a lot of things, but we were really amazed by the variety of food here in Melbourne, like uh, cuisine, like we've tasted all of it and we've explored so many new cultures with our friends, cultures like countries we've never heard of as well. So that's Mm -hmm. something that we're happy we uh, kind of explored together. Mm -hmm. I'm sure because Melbourne is a place wherein you have a lot of vegans. A lot of people are vegetarians. I mean, sure. yeah. not sure. many uh, kind of believe uh, from outside Australia that uh, you'll have so many vegetarians over there, but uh, there are plenty of them, quite a few mm-hmm. of them. You don't really face that trouble being a vegan. Yeah. Cool. Anything, anything uh, that you'd like to share in terms of 
we can get aways uh, near mm-hmm. places must visit places in melbourne that every international student should go to so in our free time we also like going on trips and just exploring areas around melbourne because Mer- melbourne is really it's a huge area and we still haven't gotten like through 50% of the area <laughs> but uh, recently during the christmas break we went down to stay in regional victoria and we tried horseback riding for the first time it was actually mm-hmm. a very good experience and me and shada we really liked it and mm-hmm. yeah and melbourne is so easy to get around as well because we have different modes of transport available like i think mm-hmm. we have the largest tram network uh, mm-hmm. like one of the largest tram networks in in the world so it's really uh, accessible like some pl- places are really accessible by train or even like a short flight if you want to explore more of australia as well and also uh, about the must visit places in melbourne i would say students must definitely try to go on the great ocean road it's an mm-hmm. amazing place with so many different landmarks mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also the mornington peninsula is really good as well you've mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. plenty of activities to do down there as well as the be- to visit the beautiful sea and there's mm-hmm. also philip island where you can actually get the opportunity to feed kangaroos feed and mm-hmm. pet them and just get really close with them yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I agree. You need that break. You need to kind of travel around. And Australia's country is also a place. I think you have everything. You have hills. You have beaches. You have desert. You know, it's 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 full of variety. Kind of explore. Mm-hmm. No, we are, we ourselves are looking forward to like experiencing the Great Barrier Reef near mm-hmm. Queensland before mm-hmm. it disappears. Yeah. <laughs> so when do you plan to go? Uh, we are planning to go in June when it's like full on winter here in Melbourne it's going to be mm-hmm. a bit sunnier up in Queensland so that's the plan yeah okay i'll, I'll just uh, probably pick up one thing from our last conversation we mentioned about you have lot free time and also you resort to part time jobs tell me shraddha danishta if i have to talk about part time jobs besides definitely it gives you that money i mean you were looking for that extra income you get to earn out of part time jobs but besides that factor of earning how important it is to get into a part time job because i believe every student every international student should do part time job and how does it help later in your career I think everyone should be able to experience a part-time job here because it's like you immerse yourself in the Australian culture. It's you uh, interacting with the Australian population, learning new things and integrating yourself in that culture, not just kind of being a visitor here. You're taking things home and like learning something new every day and I think you can during your studies when you do a part-time job you can work on your other skills like your communication skills. just gaining that confidence to when you actually want to go for a professional job they value your part time and casual roles so importantly because they know what kind of exposure that provides you mm-hmm. so i would recommend everyone to um look for a part time job when they do come here and especially here in australia they say that no job is small so mm-hmm. a lot of people look for jobs in restaurants in retail shops and along with mm-hmm. the pay it's such a great exposure like you gain more confidence i would like to second that point as well because uh, i remember in my in my interview at deloitte i they asked me a lot about my casual work and that mm. i believe that helped me secure the job because i had so much experience to talk about and 
just getting in, involved in casual jobs mm. it makes you more assertive more confident and being able mm. to communicate your skills across to the employer yeah. mm. that's good thanks now th- this was like set of questions that i've asked you pertaining to your experience uh, you being a student now next round is rapid fire and i'll throw questions uh, probably uh, to both of you or each one of you i mean individually so uh, here we start first question is for you danishta what is something in shraddha's closet that you would like to steal <laughs> probably her tops she always she has better things in clothes than me i admit so i always steal her tops of course with permission <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, she has got great taste. Uh, but Shraddha is aware of that, I'm sure. <laughs> she doesn't always ask for permission. I have, I have to mention this here. <laughs> <laughs> good, it's it's good because I think you should always give stuff to your younger sister. So uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Shraddha, uh, what is your favorite thing about Danishta? I think my favorite thing about her is that she's always like positive. Whenever you look at her, she's always smiling. and if you're going through something rough in life you just look at her and she'll try to uh, cheer you up always so that is some like someone you want to keep around mm-hmm. yeah agree so smiling face is something you know it's very important there are a lot of people who probably are humorous but you don't really have smile on the face and and it doesn't really make you receptive enough so sure. even when i you know started uh, this conversation i was really actually impressed with, because both of you in fact and especially tarishta had the smile always every time she started answering a question she started with that you know big smile on her face uh, good both of you uh, favorite cuisine oh me is mexican always <laughs> this is my go to cuisine every i could have mexican food every night it's amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i i second that for me mauritian food will always be at the top of the list it's just so homely and uh, so comfortable like to be sitting at home and eating mauritian food even i love that too <laughs> <laughs> so uh favorite place in melbourne for me it would be the royal botanical gardens they are right in the middle mm-hmm. of the city but whenever you there you wouldn't know that you're actually in the city like it's so peaceful it's so peaceful it is so big True. and uh, and i i could spend probably you know entire day over there it is it's, it's very it's different big. it's very big it's very different i love that place mm-hmm. how about you danishta for me it would be uh, san kilda uh, it's a beach it reminds me a lot of the beaches back home and also because the first time i went there uh, i got to see the penguins so we, they have like little penguins at san kilda and i always cherish that memory <laughs> san kilda yeah <laughs> it looks similar a lot a lot actually <laughs> so uh, uh, given a chance what would you change about yourself both of you uh currently i think i would change my uh perspective like sometimes i get very anxious about things and i get very stressed easily and i think i could do with a little bit of meditation and mm-hmm. i don't know why i'm procrastinating so much on starting 
but I believe that would do me some good and kind of make me a bit more relaxed in life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And about you, Danishta? Um, for me, uh, I think it would be uh, something similar along those lines. Um, mm-hmm. Like, just, I would say managing my time better. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that would be a great help right now because I'm, I've just started working and I'm studying at the same time. And I have a social life to manage and my hobbies as well. So, yeah, one thing I would like to change about myself is like my ability to, yeah. Cool. Tell me one secret. I like to take naps in the middle of the day when I'm supposed to be working. <laughs> but, I, but I promise them not that long. <laughs> No, that's a secret. I hope I, it doesn't really let up, uh, you know, you on uh, some trouble. That, I think they'll understand. I think we're mm-hmm. all about work-life balance. Oh, you're delivering. And you're delivering. That's the I, essence of the fact. Yeah. We have flexible hours, so I take full advantage of that. <laughs> cool. Mm, for me, it would be that I remember way too many things about people that I just meet. Like, I remember mm-hmm. little details about them and I... Mm-hmm. I never mention it to them because I know it would just come across as creepy because like mm-hmm. why would you remember that but it's just the way that my mind works like it just registers little stuff it kind of like creates a folder of every person I meet and just stores that information in there <laughs> so yeah <laughs> it's one thing yeah that most people mm-hmm. don't know about me yeah you've shared it now a lot of them probably <laughs> whoever listens to it will get to know <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably remember most of the embarrassing moments as well. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Thanks, uh, Danish Dan Shweta. Thanks for being part of this show. It was really fun, you know, having you here. I'm sure it's the same with our listeners today. And I'm sure uh, there's a lot to take from this conversation for the newbies, uh, for students or aspirants who are actually planning to travel to Australia. This is actually the first episode to have siblings together and in, in general having two guests for the same show. So thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you, Vasu. Thanks, thanks, listeners, for tuning in. We'll be back again with another new story. Till then, take care, stay safe. Bye-bye. Yeah.